You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. It's where we just read the Bible in a conversational, approachable way. I hope that you maybe pick up some things you hadn't heard before. Uh, Maybe if you've heard these stories before, read the Bible yourself. Hope you do. Hope you do read the Bible on your own time. But I hope this is a a fresh, new way to experience the Bible. And that I hope you find some value in it. We've been reading about Abraham lately. The great hero of faith, Abraham, right? Uh, honestly, though, hasn't he seemed kind of lame up to this point? Like, more than once, he doubted God's promise to give him a son. He tried to bring it about himself by sleeping with his servant. He lied to kings about his relationship with his wife twice. And his family's a mess. And like, it's just, it's been hard to read, honestly, right? Like, Sure, he's had his good moments of defending his family, and you know he at least has kept an open conversation with God, which, hey, we should learn from. We should practice that ourselves. Uh, but overall, it's just it's been a couple highs and just a lot of lows. Well, now today, Abraham does have that son that God promised. Remember Isaac? And so, uh, is that it? Like, is that it for Abraham? Now the the fulfillment of God's promise now means the end of this roller coaster that's been Abraham's life. Well, let's let's find out. Let's check it out in Genesis chapters twenty two through twenty four. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, "Abraham," he said, "Here I am." He said, "Now take your son, your only son, Isaac." whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah. Offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I'll tell you of. Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The the boy and I will go over there. We will worship and come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife. They both went together. Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father? He said, Here I am, my son. He said, Here's the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. They came to the place where God had told him of. Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand 
and took the knife to kill his son. And God's angel called out to him out of the sky and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, here I am. He said, don't lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and saw that behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham called the name of that place, God will provide. As it said to this day, on God's mountain, it will be provided. God's angel called to Abraham a second time out of the sky and said, I have sworn by myself, says God, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, that I will bless you greatly, and I will multiply your offspring greatly like the stars of the heavens and like the sand which is on the seashore. Your offspring will possess the gate of his enemies. All the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. Abraham lived at Beersheba. After these things, Abraham was told, Behold, Milcah, she also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Boaz his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlath, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Ruma, also bore Teba, Gehem, Nahash, and Mekah. Sarah lived 127 years. This was the length of Sarah's life. Sarah died in Kiriath Arba, also called Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Abraham rose up before his dead and spoke to the children of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a foreigner living with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The children of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord, you are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the best of our tombs. None of us will withhold from you his tomb. Bury your dead. Abraham rose up and bowed himself to the people of the land, to the children of Heth. He talked with them, saying, If you agree that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may sell me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field. For the full price, let him sell it to me among you as a possession for a burial place. Now Ephron was sitting in the middle of the children of Heth. Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the children of Heth, even of all who went in at the gate of the city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that's in it. In the presence of the children of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land. He spoke to Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if you will, please hear me. I will give the price of the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My lord, listen to me. What is a piece of land worth four hundred shekels of silver between you and me? Therefore bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron. Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver which he had named in the hearing of the children of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, according to the current merchant's standard. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field, the cave which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all of its borders, were deeded to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all who went in at the gate of his city.
After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave that's in it were deeded to Abraham by the children of Heth as a possession for a burial place. Abraham was old and well advanced in age. God had blessed Abraham in all things. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of his house, who ruled over all he had, Please, put your hand under my thigh. I will make you swear by God, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you shall not take a wife from my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I live, but you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife from my son Isaac. The servant said to him, What if the woman isn't willing to follow me to this land? Must I bring your son again to the land you came from? Abraham said to him, Beware that you don't bring my son there again. God, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my birth, who spoke to me, who swore to me, saying, I will give this land to your offspring. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife from my son from there. If the woman isn't willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this oath to me. Only you shall not bring my son there again. The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, having a variety of good things of his masters with him. He arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. He made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of the evening, the time when that women go out to draw water. He said, God, The God of my master Abraham, please give me success today, and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. The daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let it happen that the young lady to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. Then she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your master Isaac." By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished speaking, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. The young lady was very beautiful to look at, a virgin. No man had known her. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher, and came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a drink, a little water from your pitcher. She said, Drink, my lord. She hurried and let down her pitcher on her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I'll also draw for your camels until they've finished drinking. She hurried and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw and drew for all his camels. The man looked steadfastly at her, remaining silent to know whether God had made his journey prosperous or not. As the camels had done drinking, the man took a golden ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter are you? Please, tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to stay? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She said moreover to him, We have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge in. The man bowed his head and worshipped God. He said, Blessed be God, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. As for me, God has led me on the way to the house of my master's relatives. The young lady ran and told her mother's house about these words. Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. 
Laban ran out to the man to the spring. When he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, This is what the man said to me, he came to the man. Behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, you blessed of God. <laughs> Why do you stand outside? For I've prepared the house and room for the camels. The man came into the house, and he unloaded the camels. He gave straw and feed for the camels, and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told my message. Laban said, Speak on. He said, I am Abraham's servant. God has blessed my master greatly. He has become great. God has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants and camels and donkeys. Uh, Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. He's given all that he has to him. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives and take a wife for my son. I asked my master, What if the woman will not follow me? And he said to me, God, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son, for my relatives, and of my father's house. Then you will be clear from my oath when you come to my relatives. If they don't give her to you, you shall be clear of my oath. I, I came today to the spring and said, God, the God of my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I'm standing by the spring of water. Let it happen that the maiden who comes out to draw, to whom I will say, please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. When she tells me, drink, and I will also draw for your camels, let her be the woman whom God has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebecca came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew, and I said to her, Please, let me drink. She hurried and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. So I drank, and she also gave the camels a drink. I asked her, and I said, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. I bowed my head and worshipped God and blessed God, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. If not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered, The thing proceeds from God. We can't speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be your master's son's wife as God has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself down to the earth to God. The servant brought out jewels of silver and jewels of gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and her mother. They ate and drank, and he and the men who were with him and stayed all night. They rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and her mother said, Let the young lady stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she'll go. He said to them, Don't hinder me, since God has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. They said, We'll call the young lady and ask her. They called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I'll go. They sent away Rebekah, their sister, with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you be the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and let your offspring possess the gate of those who hate them. Rebekah arose with her ladies. They rode on the camels and followed the man. The servant took Rebekah and went his way. Isaac came from the way of Beer Lahai Roy, for he lived in the land of the south. Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening. He lifted up his eyes and looked. 
Behold, there were camels coming. Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she got off the camel. She said to the servant, Who is the man who's walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It's my master. She took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. He loved her, so Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. We saw quite a change in Abraham after Isaac was born. God kept his promise after all those years, and Abraham saw God do the impossible. And maybe that's why he had enough faith to follow through with God's command to sacrifice his son. He saw God do the impossible before, maybe God would do the impossible again. And that's how faith is built. It never knows the future, but it does reflect on the past. Don't forget how God has showed up in your life. You'll need to anchor yourself on those past wins to move ahead with today's challenge. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.